Hello and welcome to episode 88 of the R&R Gaming Podcast. We are a part of the Joystick Entertainment Network. I'm your host, Byron Reed, and alongside me is my co-host, Ken Russi. What up, my dude? How Hello. are you? It's all good in the hood. Wonderful. I hope. Wonderful. I hope so, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope so. So, we are glad you guys enjoyed our E3 episodes, our two-parter episode last week. But now we're back without the E3 stuff now, back to our regularly scheduled format and whatnot. Back yeah. to our discussions, if you will, about things. And today, we're going to have a couple discussions, one of them being about video game guides, and the other one will be a surprise. A surprise discussion, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> I'm excited, man. I'm. Yeah. This is going to be really fun, I think. Because, you know, given... Again, given our age differences, not that you're that much older than me, but, you know, given our age differences, there are mm-hmm. things that I don't know that you will know about this topic more so than I will anyway. So why don't we jump into some of that uh, history of our, our personal history uh, with video game guides and that sort of uh, stuff. Well, do you remember the first guide you used or anything like that? Yeah. It was on the telephone. <laughs> <laughs> and also, by the way, quick a quick aside. Uh, video game guides, also strategy guides, depending on who you're talking to and the very words they're using and whatnot. But not walkthroughs. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they could all they could all be they could all be compiled yeah. together under the same umbrella in a way. It could be. I think, but you know, hey. Yeah, but a, a walkthrough is a is a very specific, different type mm-hmm. of a guide. Yeah. You know, whereas a guide, I mean, you can even have like a hint guide where they don't come out and specifically tell you what you're supposed to do. They just kind of like try and help you, you know, to the next yeah. solution. Like I've even yeah, had that in exactly. some games where they they try and guide you. To the solution instead of just yeah. telling you this is what you need to do right it depends on what it is and how the <laughs> the book or whatever it is that you're using wants to deliver the information to you because there are things like you know again like official strategy guides from the game developers themselves those used to be a thing i don't know if they still do those now but <laughs> they used to be a thing and the, there were all sorts of things in there about you know you know monsters weaknesses and you know depending on the game you're playing that kind of fish will be in those kinds of uh, guys. Yeah, right. And so, <clears throat> uh, yeah. So I've uh, I've had a few strategy guides back in the day. Uh, I remember that I got the GoldenEye strategy guide for subscribing to Nintendo Power. Okay. And that used to be a thing. I have I have so many guides from that because it's like subscribe and we'll send you this strategy guide <laughs> yeah i'm like all right sure okay why not yeah and i definitely um definitely have some uh, pokemon strategy guides that i still have you know and there's like the the trading card game for the game boy yeah I picked up that strategy guide because it came with a pokemon card <laughs> <laughs> even though i i never owned the game uh, i think i bought it uh when it went to the virtual console for the 3ds so I do have it now, but never played the game, never needed the guide. <laughs> I just grabbed it for the Pokemon. Well, the Pokemon card. <laughs> yeah. 
It had a had an exclusive Pokemon card you could only get with the strategy guide. So I grabbed that. But which card was it? Out of curiosity. Couldn't Remember? tell you. No. Nope. Okay. Couldn't tell you. Uh, I could go through like the 400, 500 Pokemon cards I have, and uh, I can tell you it was one of the promos. <laughs> if it has a, a P on it somewhere. Yeah. But it's probably that one. <laughs> yeah. I want to say it was Venusaur because I did get an, a Venusaur from Nintendo Power. But that could have just been for subscribing because at the time, Pokemon cards were popular. Yeah. And Nintendo Power used to give those out to subscribers and uh that could have been the card but i want to say venusaur i feel like it was a venusaur anyways um but you know you can't really like talk about strategy guides without harking back to the first uh system which was uh hint phone numbers and so any game that was like a puzzle game back in the day um would have uh hint guides where you would call and it was like 60 cents a minute or something like that and if you were stuck in a game they would tell you how to beat the game and what you needed to do next huh i've heard about those uh-huh. i heard about those on other podcasts i listened to definitely heard about those before go on mm-hmm. yeah and so uh, i remember i i used it once and it was something really simple and I want to say it was for a game called Lufia 2. And I don't remember specifically what the issue was. But I remember that the solution was to take the boat down into the whirlpool. <laughs> <laughs> and for some reason, we hadn't figured that out. Didn't know that was what we were supposed to do. Um, but yeah, that was that was kind of the first start of those. And then I think book publishers were all like, well, why don't we just publish that information into a book and sell that to people yeah. instead of having them call the hint lines and make money that way. <clears throat> and so uh, an industry was born. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then several years later, GameFAQs came along and they killed that industry. <laughs> yeah, because GameFAQs, and that's where the walkthroughs came in because with strategy guides, they weren't always... Um, I want to say detailed, you know, with a lot of strategy guides, like they tell you, go here, do this, but they don't like walk you through it. Right. And, uh, you know, with game facts, a lot of them, they literally like hand in hand, like do this, do that. You're going to want to switch this and, and do that. And I feel like that's where the difference is. And the right. a guide itself just gives you a hint. The walkthrough is you got to go through and, and, you know, do it this way exactly. Yeah, do X, Y, and Z, and you'll get this thing, get the thing at the end or whatever. And I think that it depends on how you process information. I think as a person, I think everyone is different with how they handle that sort of stuff. Some people can get by with just hints, mm-hmm. you know, and going, okay, if I do that, then this should happen or whatever. But some people, uh, like me, I don't mind hints, but I would much prefer a step-by-step uh process to things because i'm a right. visual person and i need to see a thing happen to go oh okay i did that now i do this right and i am kind of curious though um did you like i told you mine was obviously one of the pokemons and we use the phone hint system did yeah. you ever uh, get any or 
uh, have any strategy guides purchased for you? Uh, no, I never actually per I never uh, got any guides purchased for me. Um, the one thing that I do remember, and I I won't I won't really call this a guide more so, but I guess it depends on how you again how you how you look at things. But there was a Game Shark disc that I had that had like cheat codes on it for mm-hmm. different kinds of games, and one of them was Digimon World, the first one on PlayStation. Okay. So. I was the kid who was like, you know what? I don't want to trade my Digimon. What do all that for? So I popped in, popped in the Game Shark disc, put, selected the cheat codes that I wanted, uh, like 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 infinite, you know, infinite, infinite, infinite uh, hit points, uh, MP, uh, money, you know, things like that. And then I would go through and play the game with those cheats enabled. I would always get stuck at this one part, however, in Factorial Town. Right. Because there's a part in the game where you have these robots and they're guarding, they're guarding a, a they're guarding a place you need to get to for the next key part of the story. And the game tells you, I'm pretty sure I've told this story before. The game tells you pretty early on, it teaches you about the clock mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So you know, there's the day-night cycle in the game. Different Digimon come out and whatnot during time of, during times of day, that kind of stuff. So. The guards, the guards, you know, well, there's a there's Digimon in the city, and they tell you, hey, you know, if you want to get past the guards, make sure you go, you know, when the when the shift change happens. Yeah, yeah. I've heard, I've heard this when the shift change happens. So I, I, as a kid, I could never figure that out. So I just never, I never got past that part as a kid. I never did. I could never figure it out. Um, got a little older. This was a few years ago, mind you. Got a little older, and I was playing it on an emulator, and I got to that part. And I'm like, okay, I got stuck here. Let's see if I can figure this out. Still couldn't figure it out. So, like, all right, let me go find the old... Let me go, let me go find a walkthrough or a guide or something so I can look right. at it. Eventually, I was like, wow, okay. That was kind of easy. I just didn't wait long enough, or I didn't read the clock well enough or whatever. And I kept missing the time window that you need to be there for. So it was something simple that I missed, but right, you know, little things like that. Yeah. And uh, quick, quick side note: since you talking about Digimon World, I don't remember. Do you have to take care of your monsters? Like you have to feed them. Yes, you have to feed them. They and you have to make take sure them to they the go restroom. to the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, that, it was the one with, uh, Gigimon, and you uh-huh. had to, uh, build up this, the, the city, the, the main city, because the Digimon had left, they had lost their speaking abilities and all that stuff, so you had to go out and recruit, uh, other Digimon, the, you know, Digimon who had, lo- who had been lost, and they come back to the city, blah, 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 as you build it up, you get things like an arena, and you get, you get other shops for, for your Digimon, and for you as a player, Right. What I, I think it's pretty fun. I gotta play it. Go back and play it at some point. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Well, the I I played the the latest Digimon World, uh, for the PS4. Uh, I want to say it's like Digimon World Next Order. Mm-hmm. I believe that's the name. And um, I was playing it, and I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. Wait. I gotta feed them and take them <laughs> to the restroom. I don't like, like it anymore. Yeah, like, like I'm not feeding a machine. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no them. way. 
Yeah. I'm I'm not micromanaging uh, a Digimon. No, thank you. And I haven't picked it up since. Like as soon as I found out that, I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm not. Right. I'm not feeding and pooping my Digimon. Yeah. You know. I mean, some people I'm sure love that and can handle that, but not me. Like if the day and night cycles were longer, you know, and you didn't have to go as long without having to take him to the restroom and that, I'd probably be okay with it, but nah. Not not when you got like 30-minute day-night cycles. Yeah, they, they did go kind of fast, uh, at least back back in the day. They did go kind of fast. They don't know about now, but like you said, 30-minute, mm-hmm. pretty sure, kind of quick. Right. But, hey, what can you do, right? I, I thought that was kind of cool because depending on what you did, with the Digimon, with, you know, how much you train them in one specific category, they would evolve into different ones. Because, for some reason, whenever I had them maxed out with the cheat codes, I would always get a Metal Greymon. Always. Never fail. <laughs> Without fail. Always Metal Greymon. Depending, yep. I, guess, I guess depending on which, which baby Digimon you pick would determine yeah. the different, you know, ones you would, it could evolve into. But I would always get, it would always go Agumon. And then the one after that, and then you know, yeah, and eventually get the metal Greymon, which was stupidly fun. And then had yeah, rockets. It Go was so fun. It, yeah. was so, it was so fun, man. Oh, reminiscing on the good days. But yep. yeah, that was uh, one of my uh, fondest memories of using a guide or anything like that. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's very interesting. So, um, now though, I was going to bring this up, Yeah. <laughs> but now after like game facts and there's other games, like you can search in uh name of a game and a guide and huge list of websites come up right. with everybody copy and paste. <laughs> but <clears throat> now I almost feel like guides have gone from being in text form and even having like pictures and showing you what you need to do to now people record their stuff on like YouTube yeah, and they show you what you need to do there. And I've, I've actually done several times where it's like, ah, I don't like, I'm not understanding the words. I need to see what I'm supposed to be doing here. And so I'll like go and, and watch a video. And sometimes I'd rather just watch the video cause I'm lazy and I don't feel like reading. <laughs> Same thing okay. happens. That's, why well, I listen to uh, American voice actors in most of my anime because I'm just too lazy. I don't want to. <laughs> I want to read subtitles. Yeah, I'm. You know, I'm tired. I was. I was right. wanna... I, I feel you. That makes sense. <laughs> I just want to watch the show. I want to yeah. read the show. <laughs> yeah. I specifically sense. want to vegetate. <laughs> you know, I don't want to work my brain cells, get them yeah. up and going. But, um, but yeah. So I was gonna ask, do you find yourself like, uh, the same way? Do you use YouTube more for like your video process or your guide system? Definitely, like, yeah. I definitely do. Uh, because, again, I'm a visual person, so I, uh, I need to see what, we're supposed, what, what I'm supposed to be doing. That way I can sort of, you know, plan for everything and just really get a feel for what I'm supposed to be doing. Because if not... Then um you know like I'll I'll watch I'll watch the video and go along mm-hmm. with the person as they're doing the thing, right? That yeah. way I'm like you know okay I'm doing this this and this 
eventually when I get to where I'm supposed to be, then yeah. I know I've done it. And like, I had like, to... Oh, wait, shit, pause. I, I, yeah, I missed it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I actually had to do it uh, two, two three weeks ago with Destiny, believe it or not. I had to find, I had to find a, a treasure chest for a bounty. They hid that sucker so well, I couldn't find it. And I was like, right, where's this dang chest at? Let me go on YouTube real quick. <laughs> Let me find a guide for it. Yep. And I, you know, I went back to the beginning, retraced my steps. We got where we're supposed to be. And there was one place I didn't look. If I'd have looked there, I'd have found it. So now I'm like, really? If I looked over there, I'd have found it. But I wouldn't have known about it. I'd have, I'd have probably got got too got too got too flustered. And you know what? I'll come back to it later. It's fine. But while I said while I'm here, let me let me do it while I'm here. Like I'm not wasting time and going back later. So, right. what about you though? You find yourself messing with videos more? Yeah, I mean it depends because here's the thing about guides that I love and I hate, <laughs> and that's the if I use a guide, then I almost don't want to play the game without it. So yeah, so I mean. I have a love and hate relationship with them and that's because I feel like once I use a guide then I like don't stop using the guide so you know there right. might be like a puzzle that I just can't figure out and then I use the guide and then I just keep using it because it's like there it's easy and a good example is I've been playing these games called Deponia which is it's a great funny series you should check them out uh, like even if it's just a someone playing the game, <laughs> okay, because they're pretty good. Uh, because uh, Deponia is a play on words. It's um from a German developer, and the German word for trash is Deponi. <laughs> so uh, Deponia is essentially a trash planet. Okay, and you play as this guy called Rufus who's trying to get to this um, upper world called Elysium, where everything is great and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so that's the simple way <laughs> of explaining the story. <laughs> but they're point-and-click adventure games, and so there's lots of puzzles, lots of stuff. And uh, I went through on the PlayStation 4, played Deponia, and I'd already played it and beat it on the PC, but I was decided that I loved it so much that I would actually buy it again. Yeah. And then I wanted to just go through and get all the trophies. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I went through and did that. I uh, used the guy for that. And then I'm like, you know, uh, there's other games that have come out for that series. There was uh, the sequel is called Chaos on Deponia. So I was like, I'll play that. Right. And so I played that uh, probably about three or four hours. And then I got stuck. And I was like, well, let me just look up a guide. <laughs> I looked up a guide, and then it was like, wow, okay, well, I guess I'm just going to play this game and use the guide and just do it in its entirety that way. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and I don't know if you experienced this, um, but that's kind of where I'm at, is that, you know, if the mentality for me is that if I use a guide, for some reason, like, I don't get away from it. It's I can't just, like, use it to solve the problem that I'm at. And then go away from it. For some reason, like once I use a guide, my brain goes, okay, I have to use this guide now to complete this game. 
Yeah, I'm the opposite uh, from you in that regard. Okay. I'm really only using it to get past whatever scenario it is that I'm stuck on. If I need to go back to it again yeah. later on, I will. But only if I get stuck. It's the only time I'm really ever using any sort of guide or help or anything like that. Unless, unless I eventually figure it out on my own, on my own, I'm only using the guide for that one specific uh, scenario. I've I've mm-hmm. just I've always been the kind of person who wants to try to figure it out first before mm-hmm. going to a guide or anything like that. It depends. It depends on how long I'm there too. You know, if I've been at if I've been at it for, you know, we'll say 10, 15, 20 minutes. Then I'm like, okay, let me see if I can figure it out because I'm missing something. What it is, I don't know. But I'm missing something. Let me see if I can go somewhere <clears throat> and find out exactly what what it is that I'm missing. Because I haven't figured it out yet. Somebody else may have. So let me go and see if I can figure it out. That way... If I think, you know, if I once I get to the point where, you know, I figured it out, I'm okay, I'm good to move on, then, you know, it's okay, we're done. We can put this aside for now until we need to eventually, hopefully not though, (laughs) but until we need to uh, eventually use it again. So that's sort of my whole deal with guides and how often I use them and all that other stuff. It's my whole deal with it, yeah. Let's, um, I, I think we've kind of said all we need to say about guides and our experiences uh, with, with those things, though. Well, we didn't even touch spirit guides. <laughs> Forgot those important guide. Yeah. Important kind of guide. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. <laughs> all that stuff, yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> can't. But no, let's um, let's move on here a little bit. Let, let's switch gears yep. here a little bit. We, I don't want this to be like a, a rant thing, okay. but you're gonna rant. We're we're I think we're gonna I think we're both gonna rant a little bit about this. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so because we usually don't do a whole lot of that stuff here on our on R and R, but I feel like there are times where you kind of need to do it. Or the or or it just happens. So right. I think it's one of those times. Well, if nothing else, it's cathartic. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So that's only what's gonna happen here, just a little bit. For those who don't know and missed it, uh, been making the rounds here this this past week. Uh, there was a uh, hearing with EA and the British Parliament. Mm-hmm. They were talking about the British know, or Belgian. Maybe it was, but I don't. I thought it was it was Parliament of some sort. I can't remember what it was. I don't. I don't remember. But anyway, they uh, they were having a hearing about the loot boxes and all that stuff. And uh, the uh, lady uh, Miss Kelly, I forget her first name at the moment, uh, okay. but she was there talking about how they view the loot boxes and whatnot. And she was like, "Oh, they're not. You know, we don't call them loot boxes. We call them surprise mechanics." Yeah. And I, I did exactly what you did. I did that when I, <laughs> when I heard her say surprise mechanics. What? Yeah. What do you mean? But you you've called them loot boxes in in tweets, and we we've seen them. We've seen this before. You've called them loot boxes before. You don't get to just change the name of them 
to try and make it make it fit your narrative or yeah. make it seem ethical or whatever, if you will. Those they, they went into a bit more uh, detail of it too. It's a whole there's clips around the web going around that if you've seen them, you've seen her face and how she she's reacting when she says these things and everything. And part of me feels like I don't even know if she believes what she's saying. She's just saying it to make her company, you know, look good and all that stuff. Which okay. But you don't get to change the wording to make it fit whatever it is that you wanted to fit. It's like it's like uh, you know, it it, it just I can't think of a good analogy right now. But it's just not you don't get to do that, EA. What what were your thoughts on that whole thing? Yeah, I um I didn't really read the story or or see anything. I just started seeing stuff. About mm-hmm. them being called surprise mechanics, <laughs> yeah, and that. So uh, I don't know. I mean, there, there's a couple different ways you can look at this. One that they're trying to, um, they're trying to change. I guess the the way they're they're looked at because yeah. loot loot boxes. When you say that, it makes it sound like you're getting something. But a surprise mechanic, well, that could be nothing. That could be the surprise. You got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So they might be trying to change the wording so that they can scapegoat themselves around the authorities and stuff like that. Um, I think it's kind of dumb, though, because, you know, as long as you can randomly get uh, the same stuff, you know, like, it's chance. Right. Uh, you know, you're not guaranteed to get something. That's kind of why I like certain games where I've seen where they they do events. And granted, these were like free to play games on the PC, mm-hmm. but they would have um, like let's say a thousand uh, thingies that you could win, and some items you could win like seventy five times or a hundred times. And then there was a bunch of other items you could get, but you're guaranteed to at least get those. So if you was able to acquire a thousand loot boxes, you would get everything on that list. Yeah. And I feel like that's a more accurate representation and that the way that loot boxes need to go, you know, so you won't always get like the top prize. But if you play it long enough, you're guaranteed to get that top prize. Yeah. And as there's... opposed to, you know, the the loot shooters with the loot boxes where I think they started honestly, and, and I think there's a lot of things that go into it. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, m- more than I'm more than I'm qualified to talk about honestly, or uh, but I mean I I really really just don't like the the idea the idea of them like I said calling it surprise mechanics like. It, it's it's a surprise. Everyone likes surprises. Uh, you know, it's it's perfectly ethical. Yeah, it's okay. fine. Uh, I mean, some people like surprises. You know, it's cool. But you know, no no uh, knock not knocking those who who do or whatever. But they she compared them to Kinder eggs or you know something akin to like the Kinder eggs, the LOL dolls, uh, those kinds of things. She compared loot boxes to. I would disagree with that. Yeah. 
Um, and, I mean, and 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 and, he, and then if if you're those companies too who make the Kinder eggs and the LOL dolls and all that stuff, you know, I'm pretty sure you you wouldn't want to be you know pushed in with with EA and the video game companies that are doing. Let's face it, I think some of the more shady things that we've seen. Yeah. As I far mean, as monetizing people and that sort of stuff, you know. Or monetizing their games anyway, sorry, not people. Yeah, and there's a difference to be said about the difference between stuff like Kinder Eggs and the LOL Dolls and uh, loot boxes. And the difference is that um, with those Kinder Eggs, they have a set amount that they have created. And so they, you know, there is X amount of these dolls out there because that's what we made. Right. And so unless they go and make a second print run, these are the X amount that they have. With loot boxes, it takes one person at the stroke of a controller. They can change how often an item shows up. You know, they can just punch in a single line of code and that changes how much that item or how much items show up or if they show up in there at all. So you have to look at that difference, you know? Yeah. The loot boxes, they can easily change and they can be set at an occurrence that's that's atrocious. Yeah. You know and there's a there's there's never a depending on, on the on the loot box in the game, there's never a finite amount of items you can get. Mm-hmm. And yeah. a lot of times you can get to that. You can you can pull that lever as many times as you want to, and you still may not get the item that you want in twenty tries. Then you're yep. like, oh, I guess I gotta do it again. You don't get yep. it. I gotta do it again. And it's just, it's a. I really don't like using the word gambling to describe what it is because oh. I don't want to use the word. But let's call it what it is, right? I just well, said it. If you keep let's, pulling let's that call lever it a game so many chance. times. Yeah. That, that's another way of saying gambling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Game of chance, gambling, whatever you want to call it. You know, yeah. it is what it is, right? You can pull that lever so many times and still not get what you want. Uh, much like much like a game at a casino, you know, mm-hmm. you can you can pull that lever. You can you can put the put the ball in the rolly thing with the dip with the red blue red blue with the red black and whatever the whatever the game is you know what the game it is you know what it is you can put it in there and not get you know the one you want you just do it again until you get it or don't and then you're out of money <laughs> are you talking about craps there's a there, there's a there's a game where like where like you put you put a ball in a circular thing like roulette that- yeah, yeah. It's got red, blue, red, black, and there's another color, I think, or something in there. They're numbered. Yeah. It's either yeah. roulette or there's a game called craps that I think is similar to that. It's not a bad word because it's a right, game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, might, um, I, might, I, might, I might be thinking of roulette mm-hmm. in that yeah, regard. But I, I feel like that's not the name. That's just what people call it because they don't want to call it craps. Maybe. And maybe I'm I could be way off basis here, so mm-hmm. I'd love if someone could correct me. Yeah. Um but I believe they call it that because there's a roulette wheel that you bounce the ball into. And yeah. that's why people will call mm-hmm. it roulette. But that's not like if you went into a casino, it it would be a different name. Something else got you. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But but yeah, I I mean and then, you know, there's that, there's the uh, other term of uh uh, what's it? Recurrent customer engagement or whatever. 
haven't heard that one. Yeah, it's it, I've 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 seen it used in in other places. Um, it's just basically another word for mon, you know, microtransactions, monetization, how they can get you to keep spending okay. money on the game, that sort of stuff. Uh, I I think I think the biggest thing I think I want to end it right here for now anyway. The biggest thing in all this is that we've both seen video games get to this point where mm-hmm. we where you no was, longer buy a game and have everything in it. Yeah, and you and you have to and pay money to get reaction. other to get other things and keep spending money to get other things down the road. Like I'm okay with DLCs and that stuff, but I think it's the other things that I have an issue with. Uh, but <laughs> I I was hoping that it wouldn't come to having to get the government involved because you know there's a bill that's going around don't know don't know if it's going to have any any real power any real staying power but it's got it's got support from both sides of of the government and whatnot the bill talking about you know trying to ban loot boxes and all that stuff I think I, I was hoping that the video game industry wouldn't have to have the government step in and regulate the stuff because they have a tendency to go hard and lay the hammer down on things. When you don't self-regulate yourself, that brings a whole a whole other list of problems. We've seen that now, so we're we're and we're we're going to see it until something is done, either by the government or in America by the government or the industry itself will do it. Yeah, I don't think they will. And then it'll it'll come to the point where the government's gonna step in and say no more, and then that's gonna change things. For the better, for the worse, who knows? But I don't want that to happen. Is what, is what I'm saying. I'm I was hoping that again, the video game industry would be smart enough to self-regulate itself, given all the backlash from the consumers of their products. I know. I mean, and it's a very it's a very simple fix, you know. I've already laid out what they need to do to fix it. And it <laughs> yeah, I don't think it really takes that much time. And I, I'd much rather even if I can pay money to unlock and get more loot boxes, as long as there's a finite amount of what you can get and you're guaranteed to get those items, you know, then there really isn't it's not gambling then because you're guaranteed to get those. You're guaranteed to get something. Yeah, and I would much rather you just make things <clears throat> that people want and then they buy them. I guess. But, I mean, let's be honest. If if you're not playing Destiny to get those rare items and you can just buy them, I mean, are you playing Destiny? Yeah, but, I mean, I guess you know, like, if, I, if, I, it, if I want to spend like apex for example i've only ever bought one thing on apex and that mm-hmm. was one skin that i and wanted I was there from an event yeah that was yeah. one skin that i wanted it was the only thing that i bought because i knew what i was getting and that's it like the only thing that i wanted to get so i got it that mm-hmm. i guess that's more the kind of stuff that i would like to see versus this this mechanic we have of loot boxes right because you can still get duplicates and loot boxes but, you know, I mean, if they made it to where you, if they made it to where, like you said, it was a finite amount, you only get the thing one time, then okay, it'd be a little better. But yeah, right. But I mean, think about it this way though, because Apex 
Legends, it has uh, loot boxes in it. Every yeah. time you level up, you get a loot box. Right. I don't know what they call it. Robot crate? It's uh, anyway. Apex, Apex crate or whatever it is, yeah. Yeah, well, it's like a robot because you can find them out in the world. Yeah. If you punch mm-hmm. the heck out of them, then yeah. they like spew their guts or whatever. <laughs> so anyways, uh, I mean, they have those. So when you level up, you get items from there. Yeah. And there is a finite amount of items you can get. Right. Although they do throw in like uh, helium felixes, crystals yeah, little, or whatever. Yeah, little, little crafting materials or whatever. Yeah, yeah so I mean, you can get those yeah. as well. But you get skin and other stuff in there. So... Uh, with that being said, you could go through and get all the skins and all the stuff eventually from those little robots if you played long enough. Yeah. But you can go in and buy the skins or buy the quotes or your banners, all that stuff you can yeah, buy. Yeah, using, using the crafting material that you get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now, um, what if instead of though in those crates, instead of getting... Um, guaranteed to get something new besides the um, helium crystals. What if you got old stuff and they just turned into helium crystals? Yeah, and that and that that's what Overwatch that's, does. They'll give yeah. you duplicates of the thing, which you can, which gives you coins because you already have it. I yeah. would much rather prefer the the, the latter. Yeah. Or, yeah, the Ex- first option exactly. over the second one. That's, absolutely, exactly. and I think yeah. that's where the difference is. As long as you're guaranteed new items and obviously if you have all the items then you just get the crystals that you can use on other stuff right. i guess or when new things come out you can get things yeah, right away exactly i mean you gotta but, be ready for season 76 yeah, of Apex Legends. yeah, yeah right yeah you're ready yeah you're, you're, you're kind of materials guys <laughs> but yeah i i think i think we're gonna leave it there because we're gonna have a we're gonna go in more into detail about that next week i'm mm-hmm. sure I'm sure it'll come in, it'll come in a conversation. I'm sure it will. So we'll leave that. We'll leave it right there. You can bet your sweet bippy it will. Yeah. So that's going to do it for us this week, guys, for episode 88 of the R&R Gaming Podcast. We appreciate y'all coming through, listening as always. And before we got out of here, though, Ken, round of plugs, go. Yeah, we are the R&R Gaming Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at the R&R Gaming Pod. That's R-A-N-D-R-G-A-M-I-N-G. P-O-D. We are also on Twitter. Byron will tell you where. Yes, me and Ken are on Twitter. I am on, I am there at bron1417. That's B underscore Ron1417. Ken's on Twitter at macrobov. That's M-A-C-R-O-B-O-V. I'm also on Twitch as well. Streaming there Monday, Tuesday, and Saturdays. Monday, Tuesday from 4 to 8. Saturdays from 6 to 10 p.m. All times are Eastern, Standard, or Daylight Time, whatever, you know. But you can also find the podcast on respective listening places. Where are those places, my friend? So our podcast is available on the Google Play Music. It is available on the iTunes Podcast Store, which might be changing soon. We should probably look into if it's in its own music app, because I know iTunes is segregating their music and their movies and their TVs, and it's no longer iTunes. It's like music. So... Hmm. Some I should look into and not just like talk about it while we're recording. <laughs> <laughs> but we are also available on the CastBox app that is available for iOS and Android devices. You can also go to castbox.fm on a web browser on your laptop computer or desktop computer, either or. 
and find us at the R&R Gaming Podcast and listen to us there. And while you're over there at your respective uh, listening place of choice, be sure to give us five stars, five stars, five stars. That's right, and 15 a review. stars. Yes, all the stars and a review because it helps us to climb the charts towards our goal, which is, you guessed it, video game podcast domination. Relaxation. Relaxation, domination, <laughs> all of the sessions. <laughs> but all right, guys, Not thank you all so much. Yes. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe maybe find us over there on a PlayStation or, you know, wherever. You know, okay. Anyway. Anyway, we're done. <laughs> Thank you guys so, so much. We really, really appreciate it. We'll see you all next week for another episode of this show. They got to come back for that one, my friend. Do me a favor. Tell them why. You should come back next week. We'll be talking about the age-old question of greed versus good. And everyone could use a little more R&R. Thank you.